You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Making Money Online. Today we're going to talk everything high performance and what that even means because we hear it in different contexts all the time, um, especially when we have online businesses and what it means to be a high performer and what we can do to actually get there. Now, when I knew that we were going to talk about this subject, there was only one person that I really wanted to bring in and that's somebody that I'm a client of because I think that it's really important if I've you know, been a client of somebody who has helped me that I bring them to you so that you can learn from them as well. So I'm here with Charlotte Carter. Um, Charlotte Carter is a global high performance coach. That's what she does. And she thinks of high performance in quite a different way to some of the high performance coaches that you do see out there. So welcome to the podcast, Charlotte. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I've been waiting to come on. It's exciting. (laughs) So let's get straight into like, high performance and obviously I've seen your um, journey to being a high performance coach and it was very obvious that that's where you slotted in like you can help people get from one stage of their business to the next stage but actually I think what you're brilliant at is helping people get from one stage of their life to the next stage of their life how did it come about that this is what you wanted to do so my background is in health. My first degree was in health. I worked in mental health for so, so long. 20 years, worked with people with addictions from abusive backgrounds, things like that. People who were really stuck, but didn't necessarily weren't ready to change or weren't in a place to change or didn't have that well-being to change. When I switched, when I had my aha moment, which we can talk about, and I switched into high performance, it's all about future focused. And my strength is about futuristic. So it's about let's look at what's going well and let's shine a light on that. Let's look at what you're really brilliant at. Let's shine a light on that. And let's look at your strengths and your values and let's look at them holistically and bring them all into who you are. And that's what high performance is. Yeah, that is what high performance is. And when you talk about holistically, what do you think makes up high performance? So when I talk about high performance, it's when you intentionally live all areas of your life in a way that feels good for you. So in alignment. Aligned for you. And it feels very, very you. You know, when you just feel at home with yourself. And and it's where you live your life without any judgment, without any fears, and without any limits. So if I was to break it down for people listening, I would say it's when you understand your mindset, you understand your energy and your emotions. You can work on your wellness, your health and well-being, because it's pivotal. You understand what I talk about, your brilliance. So one of my my mission is to help a million people celebrate their brilliance through high performance. Your brilliance is your strengths, your values, your purpose, your passion, all of those things. And then they're all wrapped up in high performance habits because you have to be able to do the things. You've got to get your head in the game, your energy in the game, and you've got to then take the action that feels good for you. Nobody else's action. 
Yeah, because it's all right saying, you know, I want to be a high performer. And, and you know, you could watch some YouTube videos and think that to be a high performer, you just do a bit of Win Hof stuff. You, you know, you have a habit where you get up at five o'clock in the morning and you can tick that box. But there's so much more to it because whether you're, you know, you might be really good in your business financially, but you not might not be performing highly. Like I was really good financially. You know, we were doing multi seven figures, but I didn't feel like I was a high performer because of the way I was doing it. It didn't feel completely aligned to me. And, you know, the rest of my life didn't feel completely aligned. I was doing what I thought high performance was because that's what I'd seen on the internet is what other people were doing. And success is different for all of us, isn't it? And the high performance is different for all of us. Yeah, I think so many people, when they first start on the entrepreneur journey, they have a version of what they think their success will look like. So many people are looking at the money because otherwise it's just a hobby. We know money is a big factor. But your personality and your strengths and your happiness are at the core of everything you do. Because if you're doing something, and I work with people who are eight figures, they've built a business and they're not happy. They've got all of the cash, but they're not happy. So you've got to be able to find what your version of happiness is, your version of success. And, and what's good for you is totally different than what's good for somebody else. And you can't compare. And of course, when you first start out, comparisonitis there, FOMO's there, judgment's there, all of those things. So you have to be able to, I taught what I taught now about, you have to be able to stand in your own playground. Yeah. And I think I thought when I first started that I was quite good at comparisonitis because I didn't compare myself to other people going, you know, I want what she's got. I'd be like, oh, look, she's doing amazingly. But actually, I was comparing myself in a way because when I got to that kind of multi seven figure level, I was comparing myself to what I thought was a tick list of things you needed to do in order to be known as or thought of as successful. And I think it's really hard not to do that when, you know, you see everyone doing the same thing. They get to six figures, they get to seven figures, they get the book deal, they get the podcast, they get the Necker Island, they get the Forbes article. It's really hard to not jump on the bandwagon. And it took me five years to realize I wasn't being true to myself in my own high performance. You know, I want my high performance to give me something different to that. That isn't actually something that's ever been on my wish list but you can really get caught up in it quite quickly can't you yeah and if I talk a little bit about my personal story and, and this will be a lot of the people that I work with have this is it's an external validation so when you're not content with who you are and you haven't got this inner peace you seek validation from other people so you 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 do the things that are going to look like from the outside you've made it exactly like you've just said and that will other people go oh my goodness they have made it because they've done all these things but you've only truly made it in high performance when you can answer to yourself, I'm totally confident and at peace with who I am, whether the business goes well, whether it fails, whether I do something else, whether I have this relationship or not, whether my health's good or not. I know I'm true to myself. So my journey was all around the, the high statistic with entrepreneurs of 8 to 7% of not feeling good enough. So at school, I was told, you know, you've got to sit still, you've got way too much energy, you've got to stop doing all these things. And so I played small. So I limited my energy. So I squashed it. So then when I worked in mental health, I couldn't show any energy because it wasn't the kind of environment. Then when I stepped into high performance, came into your world, it's like, here is all my energy in abundance. <laughs> and it's one of my strengths, but my not good enough showed by getting more and more qualifications. So I've got like, you know, whole wealth of qualifications, as you well know, which has stood me well in where I am now. But it's also showed me that that was the pattern I was in until yeah. I decided to break it. And now, and I think one of the learnings that I had is one of my strengths is love of learnings. So now I learn from a strengths-based 
place rather than an external validation place. Yeah, so you don't really care if people are saying to you, oh, look, she's so qualified. And I totally get this because I think that because I was bullied as a child, my external validation has constantly been for me to kind of go, see, look, I can do it. Like, you're wrong. And I think that the reason that I was successful so quickly was that, if I'm honest, I think it was a bit of a strength financially wise. Um, But it meant that when I got there, and I didn't need to prove myself anymore, there was a hole. Because then I was like, okay, well, I've done that now. So why am I actually doing all of this stuff? And I had to stop and completely reevaluate. It's only now, so many years later, that I feel completely in alignment with me and who I am and where I want to go. And, and what you just said then is so true. Like if the business fails tomorrow, if I make a hundred pound next year instead of what we're making, that won't make me feel any different. I'm still the same person as I am now, but that wouldn't have been this way even a year ago. And I think it's 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 so common, that kind of pattern. And I think it, 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 the questions that I invite the audience to think about is, do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself in what you're doing? Or are you playing on somebody else's playground? Are you able to believe in yourself enough to stand alone? Because the, some of the work that you and I did was about standing alone. Yeah. And that takes guts because there's a human need and desire for belonging. Especially so these when I, days with the whole cancel culture that's out there, you feel like you can't say what you really think about some things in case everybody disagrees with you. But actually, does that even matter? And it, it, it's what's serving you. So if there's like a disconnect for you and you're like, but I've got to get this out because, like, you know, this is for me to be the true leader that I am. I shouldn't hide stuff. So I should really be able to be safe and feel secure in how I want to show up. And that's what I talk about, celebrating your brilliance. You've got to understand what your strengths or your values are and then shine there. And what I found interesting about that process is, you know, I did need to, I needed to talk about the things that were bothering me in this online industry. I needed to talk about them because I wasn't being true to myself by pretending that everything was okay. But what happens is when you start talking about them and you realize that other people already know, other people are already already believe some of the things you do there will always be some people that understand why you're doing it you actually then don't need to do it anymore it's completely meant that I don't need to talk about it anymore because I know that people get it and that has brought such a calm to my life because you can imagine the backlash you get from doing that kind of thing but I needed to do it and if I hadn't have done it and shown people I will make a stand for this kind of thing I wouldn't have been being true to myself at all because your leadership, your personal leadership piece is around, you know, um, sh- showing people what's possible in lots of different ways, but also being true to yourself. So that is part of you, you know, you you, you will share that kind of stuff in, in a different way now, but you will yeah. still share different variations of things that you see because that's what stands you apart. And yeah. everybody has to be able to find their version of that and find what feels good for them very much because I think it's, it's it's important to find what feels right for you because then you can keep showing up and be consistent and keep doing it. And we're all about building a sustainable business. That's what high performance is. It's not about burnout and emotional roller coasters. It's about finding what feels good for you, what feels easy, and then just do more of that. Just do more of it. Yeah, exactly that. And that's why I think... Um, I feel so in alignment at the moment and business is going really well. And, and, you know, it's a difficult market right now. And people are talking about how their businesses aren't doing that well. I think mine is doing well because I'm calm. I'm just so calm about all of it. If it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And it doesn't really matter. It's, you know, it's about just, just doing the things that you know that you should be doing 
being consistent with them. And if things don't go right, you learn from them and you do something different next time. And I think one of the things that I see in the online space is about, you know, the fear-based, I've got to try all these things because I haven't found what it is that works. And my answer will always be, well, have you asked yourself what you'd like to do and what you love doing, what brings you happiness? So my business has been going three years. You've been on my journey massively, but I've streamlined just three offers because that's what works for me. And that helps the people in the spaces where they are at the minute. Yeah. And everything is easier and easier and easier. I sell so easily. The business flies because I'm not trying to spin all the plays and getting caught up in the FOMO and having all of the things out. And also I've come out of the race. And yeah. I think people sometimes, you know, I've got to have the podcast, I've got to have the book because I know they're going to grow the audience and they will for certain when it's the right time for you. I think what you said there about stepping out of the race is actually really important. And the people that I see doing well and are high performers, not in a financial way, because that's only one side of it, but actually high performers, in they are the happiest people that I see online are the people that step out of the race. And when I realized that, that's why I stepped out of the race. Um, because I was like, hold on a minute, success leaves clues. What are the yeah. clues that I'm seeing from all of these people that are actually genuinely happy at all different levels, You know, whether they're making 2000 pounds a month or whether they're making eight figures, what is the difference between them and the happiness was they'd stepped out of the race and they weren't, they didn't care what everyone else was doing and where everyone else was going or what success was supposed to be. They were just doing what they felt was good. And I think once you know that everything else gets easier. Yeah. And it's building your mindset to cope with that because it takes courage. It takes bravery and it, it takes real guts to be able to stand on your own and not get caught up in the, um, you know, the rat race of everybody else. So it's the first piece that I always say with people, trust in yourself and believe in yourself that you can do this because I believe in everybody. And if you can believe that in yourself and keep working on yourself, believe everything else will come. What if someone comes to you and they don't have trust in themselves? Maybe they've had a business that's not worked well before or even a marriage or some other kind of thing that they think of as a failure. How do you start with somebody like that? So the first thing I always start with is their values because your values are inherently part of your personality. So we strip everything back and we look at what are your values? Do you remember us doing it with you? Yeah. What, are your, your, what are your values? What are your top values? You know, people have honesty, kindness, love, appreciation of beauty, things like this, all, all different things. And then I'm like, well, are you doing anything in your life that actually aligns with your values? Anything, any hobbies, any friendships, anything with your health, anything with your fitness, you're doing anything. And then I start working on, let's get something in your life aligned with your values. They start to feel good. When you start to feel good, you're more open to look at the, the stuff that's what I call your struggles or your stretches, because you're starting to feel better in yourself. So then we start looking at the things that I can see in people that they not, might not be ready to see because they feel stronger. And then we start looking at, okay, Let's look at some of the changes. Let's look at what else we can bring in. Let's look at how we can support you now. Let's look at your business. Yeah. And you talked earlier at the beginning about a kind of light bulb epiphany moment that you had that changed everything. Tell us a bit about that. So this relates to high performance identity. So identity is something that's always changing. And, and when you become an entrepreneur, it's something that's massively highlighted. And what happened with me is I, I hit 45, I've got two, uh, my daughter was turning 13, so I was having two teenagers, a big family dynamic change. And I was like, okay, I need to do something for myself now. And so I had this all women running club that I was going to go and join. 
um, and I was walking, get myself ready for it. And I just thought, I don't even know what to wear. <laughs> I don't even know whether I should wear my gym kit. Should I wear a dress? It was so much, should I wear a dress? Should I wear trousers? And I looked in the mirror and I thought, I haven't done anything for myself for 15 years. I've been playing the role of mum, playing the role in my mental health job, which was very intense, playing the role to support my husband with his own business. And I had a very happy life. I wasn't like thinking that I'd missed out on anything, but I, I, I'd come to this point where actually, now I need to look at myself. And, I, and it was a deserving piece and a self-worth piece very much. And so I looked in the mirror and thought, you've got to get a grip. You've got to understand who you are and what's going on here because you've lost your identity. So I went off to this group. I was like, the only one in my gym kit. Everybody else was in like in their casual clothes. It was all cake and fizzy drinks. It was really good fun. <laughs> and I realized that all these women in this group, they all knew who they were. They wanted to get fitter and healthier, but they, they had a grounding of who they were. And that was the moment that changed my life. And I did some more training because I was still seeking the external validation, set myself up as a transformational coach, clinical hypnotherapist, and then built it from there. But what I did is I had to do my own work. So my mm. first year was my own inner work because it was all about self-worth and deserving and belonging and all of that stuff. And now high performance identity is very much a big part of the journey that I take people on. Because if you don't know who you are, you can't stand in your own playground and you mm. can't stand alone and you can't build a high performance lifestyle in a way that's going to look and feel good because you don't know who you are. And you won't be a good leader if you don't know who you are. And there's plenty of people trying to be leaders online right now and calling themselves leaders and they're struggling with who they are. And I think that to really be in your power and be able to be a leader to others, you have to really know yourself. And yeah. that takes some work. Yeah. Well, it's a, a lifelong journey. Yeah, it is a lifelong journey. Because being a leader and personal leadership is calling yourself out on the stuff that you're great at and doing more of that, but calling yourself on the stuff that actually is your struggle or your stretch and that you do need to shine a light on to work on to be able to step into the leadership space more and more. Yeah, I think you're so right. So if somebody's feeling like they are not in alignment in their life or business right now and they think that that might be why they're not getting the results that they really want to get in whatever way that looks like to them and they want to come and hang out with you what kind of things do you have on offer for people do you work one-to-one -one? do you have programs tell us a bit about that yeah the first question i'd ask them first of all is what's high performance for them because they've got to know what they, they've got to know what the, I talk about dreaming big, dreaming big. You've got to know what your goal is and what your intentions are. And then you've got to scale it back. Because if you don't know that, then you don't even know where to start and who can help you. So you've got to really understand that, first of all. But I help people in three ways. So I have a high performance Kickstarter program. It's a 30 day program that will help you kickstart your high performance lifestyle. So what you get at the end of that, you get more confidence, more self-belief. But you also get a 30 minute personal practice that's going to work for you. We're not all getting up at 5 a.m. We're not going to go and do all the marathon. We're not doing anything like that. This is about creating time for you. Still your mind, move your body and create time for escapism, which is where the magic happens and you get your clarity. So that's my starter program. Then I have my program called High Performance Activator, which is 90 days. Because as you're building habits and you're understanding yourself, the crux part is 67 days. So 90 days in a space with me, we look at your brilliance, we look at your strengths, we look at your mindset, I'm a personal trainer, we look at all your fitness and health and well-being and that kind of stuff. So you're going to feel way better, but you're going to understand yourself. So that's a journey that people go on. And then we have a choice of three events. You'll like these. A choice of three events with Activator. You can come on a spa with me. 
Because something like that one already. I thought, I thought I'd say that one first. You can come on spa with me. It's rest and relaxation, restoration. Some people haven't got people that they can go with. Yeah. Would love to go on one. They haven't got people to hang out with. So that's one of my options. My second one is you can do a 10K run with me. Some people want to be able to do that. It's a goal within 90 days. I can train you to get to that with ease. And the third one is my my passion is an obstacle course race which is what i do for fun which <laughs> some people wouldn't you know so, who those some people are <laughs> <laughs> some people would choose option a yeah but the, so, so the third one is an obstacle course because i'm showing people that and then different versions of high performance and, and you come on those events with me because you want to celebrate celebration is a massive part of high performance you've got to celebrate everything that goes on and you will get more of the good stuff as you celebrate it as you celebrate your struggles you clear them and you work into the success yeah. And then there's one-to-one, which is four or six months, and that's intense in-person days and things like that, where I can help people do the deep dive about understanding their brilliance and then creating their lifestyle that mirrors all of that. Amazing. There's something for everyone, even me, with a spa day. Um, <laughs> so if people want to come find you, where is the best place to find you? Best place is probably Instagram, Charlotte underscore High Performance Coach. Perfect. Thank you for being here today and for the work you do for everybody. And thank you, everybody who has been listening today. Hopefully that's given you some tips on how you can step out of a rat race and decide what your own version of high performance is so that you can go and get there. I will be back next week with some more advice on how to make money online. Have a great day, whatever it is that you're doing. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.